Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion have a rare opportunity this weekend to go 2-0 for the first time since 2011. 2-0 in the last 50 years in the NFL means a 61% chance of getting into the postseason. And since they expanded the playoffs to 14 teams, 11 of the 13 teams that started the season 2-0 got into the postseason. That's the kind of rare opportunity that Washington is looking at this weekend, staring them right in the face as they travel across the country to Denver, Colorado to face off against the Broncos. Washington can stamp it, start the new era of Washington football with the Josh Harris era with a 2-0 start, a rare opportunity. Washington had this same opportunity last season, but you know what? They dropped the ball, dropped the entire game, and the first half failed to score against the Detroit Lions. That can't happen again Sunday, and nor should it, right? There's no Carson Wentz. There's no Scott Turner to muck this up this season. It's up to Eric Bieniemy and Sam Howell to give it their all and lead Washington to a 2-0 record to start the season. We'll take your phone calls throughout the show today. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. MGM National Harbor. Lister lines are open throughout the show. Mitch Tischler will join the program at 10 a.m., and we'll catch up with my new co-worker at Odyssey Richmond. He hosts the show Monday through Friday from 10 to 12 noon. My lead-in, that's Michael Phillips, MP on the mic. He'll join us today at 10.30 a.m. F- Sam Howell, we talk about this rare opportunity for Washington to go 2-0 and here, first time since 2011. Sam Howell, in fact, has a chance to do something even more rare, something that has not been done ever in the National Football League. Sam has the opportunity to become the first quarterback ever to have his first three games have one pass touchdown and one rush touchdown every single game. And you know what? I think he's going to do it. I I really think he's going to do it. Here's why. I told you guys all offseason, Sam is going to run more than people expect. This was a guy that his his junior season at UNC nearly ran for 1,000 yards. He had 890. And it's what Taylor Heineke, honestly, should have done more last season. Watching all of last season, I felt like Heineke had more opportunities than he took. He should have taken off left and right, right? Instead, he kind of hung around the pocket, took sacks, threw up the YOLO balls. Hal needs to learn the same thing. When to run and when to simply throw the ball away, right? Six sacks was too much last week. But I I totally believe his feet are going to be a weapon all season long. All right, it was a weapon week one on the big third down in the red zone that got into the end zone. I could see it being used 
in this game against Denver. The Denver Broncos did not get after the quarterback successfully in week one. Not at all. Zero sacks on Jimmy Garoppolo. Now Garoppolo is a veteran, moves the ball out of his hands quickly, boom, 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 quick passes. But if Sam Howell's afforded time to look downfield, it tells me he'll have time to wait and then maybe take off. Pick up the first down with his legs. Pick up a third and short with his legs. Maybe run it in the end zone again. You you want the linebackers to have an eye on Sam Howell at all times rather than to be focusing it in on Cole Turner and Logan Thomas. And Howell had opportunities to run against the Cardinals. Believe me, I watched the film. He had opportunities to run against Arizona. For me, it's all about his pocket awareness. He should have avoided two of those four sacks, right? There were six of them, right? I believe you could put two on the offensive line, four on Sam Howell. Simply by moving up and around the defenders. There were holes inside of that pocket there for him to kind of maneuver around, kind of like Tony Romo, shuffle your feet, reset, and throw the ball downfield. There were openings for him to get around the line, reset his feet, and throw, or take off running. And he's going to make mistakes, though. He's a rookie, basically. He's young, but he also needs to show me that he's going to make improvements week by week by week, right? That he can improve by watching the film. I want to see improvement from Sam Howell this week in his pocket awareness. If he's improved, the result will be less sacks, and you're going to see him taking off and running more. I would love for Sam to get the ball first, go right down the field, put seven points on the board. Our defense is better with the lead. Our offense is better with the lead. Let's grab an early lead in Denver against the Broncos. I think Sam Howell's feet are absolutely going to be a weapon tomorrow at 425. It's a late kickoff. The commanders are going across the country. They're drinking beet juice. They're going to try to get in and out of Denver within, I guess, 24 hours to avoid, you know, being hit with the craziness of mile high, being so high above with the altitude there. And look, this is a, this is an opportunity to go 2-0 against a Denver Broncos team that I don't think is that great. I'm going to even call this a revenge game for Ron Rivera. Here's why. Sean Payton had no business speaking at the Super Bowl about the Washington Commanders organization. He had just taken a job with the Denver Broncos, but yet he decided to come out and say, oh yeah, he's basically speculating that certain individuals that had bid on the Washington Commanders to be part of the new ownership group had reached out to him to see if he was interested in taking over and being the head coach. You don't think Ron Rivera heard that this offseason? Absolutely. Ron Rivera thought, there's a chance that I might lose my job if the ownership change happens in the middle of the offseason. Well, it was delayed and delayed and delayed. And by the time Josh Harris took over, it was pretty much training camp. At that point, you're not firing Ron Rivera. But you don't think Ron Rivera is still thinking about the comments from Sean Payton? This is a Ron Rivera revenge game. And the two don't have the greatest blood, all right? They have played against each other year after year after year from when Sean Payton was in New Orleans and when Ron Rivera was in Carolina. The other part of Sean Payton's comments that I think everyone in D.C. should be focused on and wanting to beat Sean Payton and beat his butt with the Broncos is he talked about how Washington used to be one of the six pillars of football and what the hell happened to that organization. Well, we all know what happened. The answer is Dan Snyder. But, but Dan Snyder's gone, and we're trying to start a new era now. And what a better way to start that era by being 2-0 for the first time in 12 years, 
and by taking down the coach who was talking smack in the offseason in Sean Payton. I would love that. And I think the Commanders have a great opportunity. I, I loved what the offense did last week. They scored 20 points. I think they could have even gotten 34 or 38. I'll break that down later on the show today. Take your phone calls, 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Like I mentioned, got a couple special guests. Mitch Tischler will join the program at 10 a.m. Michael Phillips will hop on the mic at 1030. I'll give you AWOD's keys to victory. You know, it's a staple of my show every Saturday. Another thing to focus on is Denver's going to have a sense of urgency, right? Because we're trying to... Touch this rare error of being 2-0 for the first time in 12 years. Well, they're trying to avoid being 0-2. Actually, for the third time in four years, right? And since the playoffs expanded to three wildcard teams, just one of 23 teams to start the season 0-2 has rebounded to play in the postseason. So this is make or break for Denver on Sunday. It tells me they're going to have a sense of urgency. Can Washington match Denver's sense of urgency on Sunday. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. If you want to get in touch with me. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Derek in Capitol Heights. Derek, what's up, buddy? Derek, you're on the fan. Hey, good morning. Is this Anwar? This is Awad. What's up, bud? Hey, I'm sorry to mispronounce your name. Uh, quick question. Um, do you think the commander's philosophy should be more geared to running or passing on based on tomorrow's opponent. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yep, I appreciate the call, Derek. I, I absolutely think they should run the ball more than they throw. Uh, my game plan would be limit Sam Howell to 28 to 30 throws. I want to run the ball 28 to 30 times as well. I want it to be a 50-50 split. I want it to be where the defense doesn't know if it's going to be a run or a pass. I want us to run, 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 set up play action, and then throw it deep. In the fourth quarter, the commanders were able to turn that game around and, and ease the victory there by running, 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 and limiting Sam Howell's opportunities to throw. He only threw the ball twice, basically, in the fourth quarter, and I think that's because Biennemi didn't want him to make the major mistake. And, and so I think with the game plan this weekend against Denver, they're going to start with the runs to set up the throw, Maybe they throw a lot of the second quarter and maybe to start the third, and then it'll be a ton of runs again in the fourth quarter, and hopefully it'll lead to a victory. Thanks for the call, Derek. Appreciate it. Yep, 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067. Phone lines are open. It's AWOD on the fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. We'll be right back. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? 
powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome back, DMV. Good morning. Hope you're having a good start to your weekend. Happy Saturday. I'm Adam Epstein. This is AWOD Radio. Here on DC Sports Radio 106.7, the fans simulcast on the Team 980 and always available around the country on the Odyssey app. The question I have for you right now, 1-800-636-1067, can the Washington Commanders match Denver's sense of urgency? Since the playoffs expanded to three wildcard teams, just one team who started the season 0-2 has rebounded to play in the postseason. Quarterback Russell Wilson of the Denver Broncos told the media earlier this week, there's Always a sense of urgency. He says, every matchup you play in the National Football League, you want to be able to win them. We've got to treat every game as a championship game because that's what it is. We play in a great division, and we're looking forward to just winning one game at a time. The sense of urgency with Coach Payton is always high, and with all of us players, it is always high. During Ron Rivera's tenure in Washington, the commanders hold a 7-3-7 winning percentage when they win the turnover battle. And Peyton, Sean Peyton of the Denver Broncos, mentioned this week to reporters, that's a hallmark of Rivera-led teams dating back to their NFC South battles between the Saints and the Panthers. How do you think Washington will prepare to match the Broncos' sense of urgency tomorrow at 425 in Denver? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Will and Brandywine. Will! You're on the fan with AWOD. What's up, bud? What's going on? You think the commanders can match the intensity of the Broncos? Absolutely, brother. Hey, look, Adam, I'm glad we're not having an overreaction Saturday like we had the last two weeks, man. I, I'm, I'm enjoying your positivity. I think the group's going to come together. You know, going on the road, you got to stick together. So I think these guys will stick together. I think it's going to be a much tighter game than what we think because I think the Broncos can probably run the ball here and there, they can disguise a lot of their run plays. You know, Peyton and and, uh, and Ron Rivera, they know each other, like you guys mentioned earlier. I think it's going to be a good game. I think we win this game 24 to, to, to 17. You think 99 makes a big impact, Will? Man, look, I'm not one of those people that's going to predict if he's going to make a big impact. We'll talk next Saturday, Adam, then we'll judge him on, on his first performance. But, you know, hopefully he comes in there and he does not play outside of the scheme. That's the biggest problem we have with him his sophomore year. It seems like he may have learned this lesson going into last year, the few games he played. He kind of played within the scheme. If he plays within the scheme, they got enough talent on the line. It's not going to be just him. It's going to be the guys around him like Allen and Payne because they're the two best defensive linemen on our team. you got to double-team those guys, which is going to leave him on one-on-one matchups. So he should. I, I think he'll have a good game. Let, let's see what happens, though. I'm excited to see what he's going to do. Yeah, I mean, my key for Chase Young is just to, to play all four quarters. You know, that, that's the big thing. Uh, for him he's got to stay on the field will i appreciate the call we're going to keep it positive here on the fan let's go to uh andrew in dc andrew you're on the fan with awad what's up buddy hey uh so i wanted to get your take on on how the skins or the commanders used uh their corners uh it seemed like they were rotating st juice and uh, manual forbes 
I had upset. I had thought maybe they would be playing Forbes the whole game. What was your take on, on, on kind of how they were sort of adjusting, you know, their cornerback use? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think all three of the corners played de- decent. Uh, Kendall Fuller got a lot more playing time than I imagined he was going to get. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes really only gave up one catch to Hollywood Brown, who is a, a good route runner as a receiver. So I liked it, and I, I felt like all three of the corners had an opportunity to step in front of a pass and get an interception. And so that's why I'm going to give it to you later, but I'll, a sneak preview, one of my keys to victory for the commanders is absolutely the defense needs to not just fluster Russell Wilson and get a sack or get a tip pass. They need to get a turnover, an interception to win this game, and I think it can happen, Andrew. Cool. Yeah, Thank appreciate you. you chiming in. Let's go to Shane calling us from Colorado. Oh, Shane just dropped off. Shane, call in. Call back in if you get a chance. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. So the Broncos, they're going to want to pressure Sam Howell and the commanders. They're going to want to get after Sam Howell, you know, force him to make a mistake. I mean, he took six sacks in week one. Somehow Denver didn't get after Jimmy Garoppolo. They were unable to sack Garoppolo in that entire game uh, between the Raiders and the Broncos. So the Broncos are going to try to pressure Howell and get after him. I think the key is going to be the other side of the ball, though. Denver's offensive line against Washington's defensive front. Now, I saw this on Denver's website. According to NFL's next-gen stats, the Broncos' offensive line ranked first in the NFL in pressure rate allowed in Week 1. The Broncos allowed pressure at just 17% rate compared to 39.5 of the league average against dangerous Washington front, including Chase Young will get the start, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, and Deron Payne. The Broncos' offensive line must hold up in pass protection. That That's going to be it right there. If Washington can get after Russell Wilson, I, I think you have to just, like, you have to keep him moving because Russell is good when he sits back and he's got time in the pocket and he can carve you to death. Last year he averaged just five, last week he averaged just five yards a throw, and the team scored just 16 points for the entire game, and yet you look at his completion percentage, it was like 80%. So he was dropping back and throwing it, and it was going to be a completed pass, but they were only getting five yards, all right? So he was getting rid of it quickly, and so if Washington's defensive line can force him to take more time in the pocket, get rid of the, uh, get their hands up, right? You can always deflect a pass if he's going to throw it quickly there. That's going to be a key for the commander's defensive line tomorrow. All right, let's go back to the phone line. Shane in Colorado, you're on the fan with AWOD. Hey, AWOD, Shane, how you doing? I'm from Colorado. What's going on, brother, man? All right, man, are you going to the game? I'm already here, brother. That's what I'm going to talk about. Hell yeah. So here's what it is what nobody's talking about. Not only is our fan base, we are traveling with this team now. I am from D.C. I am actually, you guys know I'm a traveler, but – I am actually out here in Colorado supporting our team. And let me tell you something. There is a lot of Commander fans out here right now. We are taking over Colorado right now. We are everywhere out here. I mean, I I can feel it from just looking at social media and seeing how many people were fired up to go to FedEx last week. There really is a new era here in Washington. Um, So what do you think the keys to victory are for the Commanders on the road in Denver? That's it. It's, here's what they got to do. They number one, this high attitude. That's a bunch of BS. They're going to add, they'll play right <laughs> through it after the first couple of series. So let's call it what it is. These guys are professionals. They've all played in every kind of stadium in this and that you can think of. The offensive line. The offensive line's got to do a better job. Uh, Sam Howe. The one thing that nobody's talking about. 
every time he made a mistake, it didn't get in his head. You look what Josh Allen, he had four turnovers. After that third interception, he was completely out of the game. That yeah. fumble hit him right in the face mask. Sam Howell went out there after that interception, came back and made a big play. He'd let it go. He'd move on to the next play. And that's what's hard in these young quarterbacks today. And he shows adversity. He shows leadership. Offensive line. And here's the thing. Watching Chase Young today. I'm watching him very tightly today. Watching him today. Yeah, hopefully he can make a play. Shane, I appreciate the call. And and good for you supporting the commanders out there in Denver. Let's try Eric in Fairfax on line one. Eric, you're on the fan with AWOD. Hey, Awad, I've I've talked to you many times. Um, I wanted to give a little information on the air in, in Denver. Yeah. And um, I've never told you this. I'm a physician. I'm just saying it so you you get a feel that I know what I'm talking about. So, um, when I was in my early 30s, I visited Denver actually for a medical conference, and I was in decent shape. And just walking around, you could feel the difference. You were a little bit winded. And um, <clears throat> I've heard on some of the other sports shows they're talking and the coaches talking about getting there several days ahead of time and to try and acclimate. Um, and that might help a little, but it really takes weeks and weeks, if not months, to get acclimated. And the reason is that your body needs to basically grow more red cells to carry more oxygen. And the way you measure that is uh, the classic way. You take a test tube of blood, and then you spin it in a centrifuge, and the red cells will pack at the bottom, and it'll be dark red. And uh, then the serum, which is just the liquid, is straw color and sits on top. And so um, normally less than half of that uh, test tube will be the red cells somewhere around 40, 45%. But if you're acclimated to a high altitude, it's significantly higher. And um, that's very well documented. And that's how you, uh, you know, you, you acclimate to the higher altitude. So um, that takes time, weeks or yeah. months. It, it no, might help I a little. The, because I appreciate the call, man. And I appreciate the science. All right. And, and I'm not saying you're wrong at all. Here's what I'm going to say is the Indianapolis Colts were lousy last year. They went into Denver and got a win. The New York Jets last year went into Denver and got a win. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, all the, the Las Vegas Raiders last year went into Denver and got a win. And, and so, every year, it's not like Denver's going 8-0 at home. So, these are NFL players. These are professional athletes. I think they're going to be able to adjust to it. Well, um, I hope so. And uh, the last thing I was going to say is that I think it's it's a, going to be a close game. Of course, I hope we win. But mm -hmm. if Denver plays us at home, I think we clearly win easily. So yeah. um, that's the last I'll say about it. Yeah, no, good call, man, and I appreciate the science. Thanks for chiming in. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. We'll take more of your phone calls next on The Fan. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What up, what up, what up? Happy Saturday morning, everybody. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Simulcast on the Team 980 and always available around the country on the Odyssey app. You can hear me every Saturday morning from 9 to noon. And if you're enjoying the program, check me out during the week, Monday through Friday, on the Odyssey app from 12 to 3 p.m. AWOD Radio. Just search 910 The Fan and you can check me out every single day. So it's time for AWOD's poll of the day. I just put it out there on Twitter, at AWOD Radio, A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O, if you want to vote, or you can call in 1-800-636-1067. The question is simple. How many points will Washington score tomorrow against the Denver Broncos? The reason I ask this question is because I made a big stink about it this entire offseason, that Scott Turner's trash. And that Scott Turner can't really call offensive plays as an offensive coordinator. He's bland. He's vanilla. He's basic. Well, Eric Bieniemy comes in in the offseason, and there's all this hoopla about how he's demanding perfection, and he's, you know, he's trying to bring the best out of everyone. He's motivating them. Well, week one, the commanders only scored one more point than last season's average of 18.9. They ended up with 20. So how many points will Washington score week two on the road? One through 12. 13 to 19, 20, 26, or 27 plus. I'm going to say this right now. If they get 27 points or more, I guarantee you they win this game. The defense is not going to give up that many points to the Denver Broncos. Last week, Washington ends up with 20 points, but I think it should have been 26. And I am crazy enough to believe it could have even been 34. Washington had the terrible turnover from Antonio Gibson. When the offense was grooving, and I'm re-watching the film earlier this week, and Sam Howell's confidence was growing. The offense is moving right down the field. He had the great pass to Cole Turner. Boom, Gibson fumbles. That's at least three points right there for a field goal. They were in the red zone. And I think the way the offense was grooving, if he doesn't fumble, they get in the end zone, and that's seven points. Later in the game, Sam Howell missed McLaurin on a crossing route. It was one of his bad, a uh, few bad throws of the game where it was completely behind McLaurin. It was inaccurate. And then the next play, he took a sack, and it pushed Washington out of field goal range, and they had a punt. He hits McLaurin, or maybe he throws the ball away. That's another three points, or even seven. Then they have the two terrible mistakes, the interception 
on a pass where I'm not sure if his hand was tipped or the ball was tipped. He held on to it too long. And then the embarrassing fumble recovery for a touchdown. With all those mistakes, Washington still managed to score more than they did last season. Last year's average, like I said, 18.9. Week when week one of the Eric Bieniemy show, 20 points. But I also think you got to look at that fourth quarter when he got conservative. They took the field goal on that drive. Could have been another four points if they get in the end zone. So with all that being said, I believe Washington, if they had not made the mistakes against Arizona, could have scored 38 points. When you add up all the mistakes, they could have gotten to 38. Now this week on the road, tough environment. Mile high, the altitude, first ever road star for Hal. You know that might lead to a mistake. How many points do you think Washington will score? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. The votes are coming in here on Twitter. And right now, 20 to 26 points is leading the way. So uh, 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. I will give Washington 23 points. For the game, I think they improve off of last week's 20-point performance and get at least three more. I do think the reason that they're not going to get, you know, 26 to to 30 tomorrow against Denver, it's not really the altitude as much as I don't think they're going to throw the ball nearly as much as they did week one. It, it was almost like Eric Bieniemy had had a blank sheet and he just said, you know what, I'm going to see what I've got in my young quarterback here. I'm going to treat him the exact same as I did Patrick Mahomes. Well. He definitely brought that in a little bit in the fourth quarter with 18 runs to just two passes. But they opened the game by going out there swinging, right? They tried to hit De'Ami Brown. Sam Howell didn't throw it. They had Terry McLaurin on a post route. Sam Howell didn't throw it. I think they're going to ease it back a little bit against the Broncos. They're going to run more, but I will give them 23 points for the game. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to my guy, my girl Sabah in North Carolina. Sabah, you're on the fan with AWOL. Yes. Oh, hey, hey okay. Hey. I was listening to the uh, CBS national guy the whole time. I don't know why. It was weird. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's a yeah. technical issue we're working on behind the scenes, but I appreciate you calling in. Okay, well, I apologize if I'm repeating something or I'm off topic. Are we still talking about uh, the game and Maybe Chase Young, can I chime in on him or no? Go ahead. Go ahead, yeah. I have an idea uh, for him. And I'm saying, um, why don't we put him at linebacker? We're weak there. He's good in space. He's quick. He's not really good as a defensive end. He doesn't really have those moves, you know, because they overpower people. He gets out of a position. So why can't we play him at linebacker, give him a little bit more freedom, and bring him on blitzes, and see if he can cover a tight end? And uh, maybe he uh, thrives there. Who knows? I mean, I think Brable for the Patriots was a uh, defensive end and converted linebacker, and he did great. So I, I, I think, I think we got to see that. what Chase is going to do this week, and I'm excited to see him out on the field lining up his defensive end. I think he can get after Russell Wilson. Uh, I'm hoping that he could force a fumble. Uh, the topic, Sabah, though, was how many points do you think the commanders will score tomorrow? Uh, I predicted 16-14. We're going to miss Ooh. a field goal at the very end because of a bad snap from Cheeseman. If I'm wrong, we'll hit that field goal, and we'll win 17 <laughs> Uh, 16. So I'm thinking 16, 14. And I think uh, the two touchdowns, uh, one might be defensive and the other one's going to be a bomb from Howell to probably Jahan Dotson. Well, I appreciate you chiming in. Phone lines are open 1 800 636 1067. If it does end up being a Commander 17 to 16 victory, that's the exact way that the Denver Broncos lost week one to the Vegas Raiders. So still to come on the show today, I'll give you my keys to victory. We'll catch up 
with Michael Phillips and Mitch Tischler and also AWOD's film review on Sam Howell. I went back and I took three pages of notes watching the entire All-22, an hour-and-a-half broadcast of the game. And look, there were a lot of ups and downs. It was it pretty much felt like a roller coaster. It was good, then bad, good, then bad. When a drive was going well for Sam Howell, he was playing well. But then it can drop off with the quickness. And, and the way it drops off, it's not on Sam Howell. It's his teammates. And that's why my biggest uh, takeaway was Sam needs his teammates to play better. Anytime there was a dropped ball, it would hurt Sam Howell and his confidence and the drive. Anytime there was a bad penalty, it would hurt Sam Howell and his confidence and the drive would stall. He is terrific when the team is in rhythm and everyone else is playing well. He's terrific when he's throwing the ball between the hashes, the middle of the field, a 20-yard pass, boom, bullet, rocket, laser beam to Jahan Dodson, hits Curtis Samuel, right, hits Terry McLaurin, hits Cole Turner. It's anytime his teammates make a mistake. The Antonio Gibson fumble was terrible for his confidence. Hard to respond to that. The Logan Thomas drop. The Andrew Wiley holding. Those things screwed up Sam Howell and screwed up the drive for the entire offense uh, for Washington week one. So we'll get to AWOD's film review on Sam Howell. My keys to victory. Mitch Tischler and Michael Phillips all to come on Two and a half hours more of AWOD Radio. You're listening to the new sports radio. You're listening to DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Simulcast on the Team 980 and always available around the country on the Odyssey app. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Simulcast on the Team 980 and always available on the Odyssey app. Good morning, DMV. It's AWOD here. Hoping you're having a good start to your Saturday morning. Just put out AWOD's poll of the day. How many points do you think Washington will score tomorrow against the Denver Broncos? You can vote right now on Twitter at AWOD Radio. And 68% of the people have voted on 20 to 26 points, which would be a good showing for the offense. And I think that should be enough to win this game. I don't think Russell Wilson and that Denver offense with Samaj P. Ryan getting carries. I mean, are you kidding me? How is he still in the league? Are going to put up more than 22 or 23 points. So if you want to chime in, phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Uh, quick behind-the-scenes note here, technical difficulties. If you call in and you're on hold and you do not hear the station, you are still on hold for AWOD Radio, and we will get to your call. Uh, we're having an issue behind the scenes that we are working to fix as soon as possible. Let's go to line one. Andre in Manassas talking about the commanders traveling across the country to face off against the Denver Broncos. And how many points do you think the offense can put up? Andre in Manassas, you're on the fan with AWOD. What's up, bud? Hey, man. Good to hear your voice again, sir. Um, I think we probably put up 27 points. I think I'll be happy with that. I got a couple of good hypotheticals for you, Awad, on this beautiful Saturday morning. Yeah, I'm watching sure. this Thursday night football game and looking at the whole Kirk Cousins um, saga unfold. And I keep on wondering, what if Sam Howell's ceiling is Kirk Cousins, for better or for worse? Is this fan base? How, what would this fan base do? Would we sign him? Would we want him to walk? I mean, there's you know, three, four years from, from, from today, but still, yeah. I couldn't help but think about it. Let me answer that for a second, Andre, because I, I do think Kirk gets a lot, of, a, a lot of negativity thrown towards him. And, look, I watched that entire game Thursday, and I called him the 
Garbage time Dan Marino, that's what he is, right? When the game is out of reach, he turns into an elite superstar quarterback, and he's doing an incredible two-minute drill, and he gets his team back within, you know, the cover spread, and so they cover the six-and-a-half points there. But they were never going to win that game. But here's what I will say is that you look at the game, and Kirk is not the reason they lost. Justin Jefferson, Alexander Madison, the other guy, the three other players that fumbled the ball are the reason they lost that game. You can win with Kirk Cousins. If Sam Howell ends up being like Kirk Cousins, you can build a winning organization around a guy like that. So we signed him. Good. Good to know because I would like to sign him too. And um, last but not least, and this is more like a, a fun thing, but you know how the only thing better than six-minute abs is, is five-minute abs? What if we change our name from the Commanders to the Commandos? The Commandos. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can call them whatever you want to call them. I've been, I've been just calling them – uh, the comms to my friends. I, I still use skins a lot when talking about them. My favorite thing to say, though, is just if I see somebody that likes the Washington football team like I do, I just say hail. That's all you have to say. Hail. hail if, they, if they're really a fan, they know what you're talking about. The one last thing about Sam Howell, you know, I remember during preseason, everyone was talking about how he wasn't stepping up in the pocket more. You know, fans, not like not just fans. They're, uh, you know, he was rolling out too much. He wasn't stepping out of the pocket. And I'm looking at the game on on um, last week, and he was actually stepping on stepping into the pocket. Now, I agree with everyone else; he needed to release the ball. But if folks are talking about he, you know, he says he doesn't make the same mistake twice. I don't think he rolled out of the pocket a whole lot. I think he was actually trying to what climb the pocket. I saw him definitely climb the pocket um, last week, and um, I think that's progress. What what say you? And all the best, man. Yep, man. I appreciate you called in. Look. Um, I think if you're looking at the entire preseason and then comparing it to week one, you could say, yeah, his pocket presence was a little better. It wasn't good enough for me. He stepped in to two sacks. I, I mean, I really think he got himself into harm's way when he could have gone the other way. Uh, you know, in preseason, it felt like he was running outside, but he was also doing what Zach Wilson did uh, for his first game uh, with the Jets, which is run backwards. And I hate that for a quarterback. If you're going to get out of the pocket, yeah, but don't spin and go 10 yards backwards just to get outside of the pocket. Uh, he's got to improve his pocket presence. Uh, I think he's got to get rid of the ball quicker. You know, this is going to be an issue all season long. Hopefully we'll see steadily improvement week by week by week. But how wants to hit the home run ball? Right, He wants to show off that cannon, the ability to be a gunslinger, go down the field accurately. And so a lot of the times he was looking to wait for these long-developing plays to happen for guys to streak open downfield. And by the time that happened, he missed the open Dotson. He missed the open Logan Thomas, and he was just looking too much downfield. So that's one thing I definitely think he needs to clean up um, moving forward. So let's get to AWOD's film review here. Eric Bieniemy told reporters this week, quote, when Sam, where when we need Sam to be at his best, he was at his best, and he made plays for us. Guys will struggle and have bad moments. That's why we practiced the way we practiced. Everything won't be perfect, but the only thing you have to do is be the best team over 60 minutes, and that's what I'm looking for the commanders to do against the Denver Broncos. You're going to have mistakes, but can you be the best team and win each quarter. Uh, my theme of the film review from Sam Howell, it was just so much up and down, up and down, up and down. And I believe Eric Bieniemy absolutely lost faith in Sam Howell in the fourth quarter. And I'm not blaming him because after watching the film, I lost faith in Sam Howell in the fourth quarter. But you know what? You can still win a game 
by losing faith in your quarterback. Why? There's 10 other guys on the field. There's 10 other guys on the field every single snap. They handed the ball off to Brian Robinson Jr. The offensive line was hungry in that fourth quarter to push forward for first down after first down. And so even though they changed the game plan, they scrapped it and said, hey, we're going to have to win this thing ugly. That's exactly what they did. But you go back to the start of the game, and the offense really did look good, right? And I think we need to give Sam Howell, Sam Howell a lot of credit for that and Eric Bieniemy. He was accurate. He was getting the ball out of his hands quick. What happened? Logan Thomas let him down with the two early drops. Uh, McLaurin burned his man, got the pass interference. That was huge for Sam Howell's confidence. And then I go back to the play in which he scrambled and threw the ball to Brian Robinson Jr., and I heard some people saying on social media, oh, that's Patrick Mahomes-esque, and it wasn't as smooth as Patrick Mahomes. But it was the similar type thing to what he does there where you can run to either side and keep the play alive and be looking downfield. Keep your eyes open downfield. And he found Brian Robinson Jr. I think Brian Robinson Jr. needs to get more credit for the catch that he made there. It was a five-yard bullet pass. He he brought it in. He got into the end zone. And that was that was really... I thought Howell's best drive of the game right there, and it was the same drive, and then he got hit on the head and got the 15-yard penalty from the uh, from the Cardinals. And so, you know, I talk about the ups and the downs. What's interesting was the next drive for the Commanders was actually Sam Howell's worst drive, all right? He had this first interceptable ball of the day. Then you had the penalty, which really hurts Sam Howell's confidence. Like I keep saying here, anytime he's faced with a first-and-20 situation, I think he becomes a liability because his decision-making isn't at the level where it's been tested. And so he thinks first and 20, I've got to do something here to get us back ahead of the sticks. And that's when he forces it into a tight window and makes a mistake and throws an interceptable ball. And so you see how he went from his best drive of the game to his worst drive just because his teammates let him down with a holding, right? With, with a false start, with a drop ball, things like that. And then you're thinking, well, Sam's lost some confidence. How do we calm him down? How do we get the confidence back to our young quarterback here? And the answer is simple. And Eric Bieniemy had the answer throughout the entire game. When Hal is struggling, you just run the ball. How nice is it to be able to run the ball and hand it off to a guy like Brian Robinson Jr. who can push forward, and when he gets the slightest hole, it seems like it's a six-yard run every single time. When he gets the slightest hole right there. And so that's how you start getting Sam Howell's confidence going to be able to run the ball successfully. That's how he made his best throw of the game after that on a play-action throw to Cole Turner, where he did sidestep in the pocket. It was very impressive, and I thought that was a turning point in the game. What happened? The very next play, Antonio Gibson would fumble, and that would mess with Sam's confidence. And so he's got to be able to fight through other people making mistakes. Right, that's the young. That's something that a young quarterback has to to focus on. Is yeah, you can get down when you make the mistake, and it's easy to pop yourself back up. Oh yeah, I just threw an interception. I just had a fumble return for a touchdown. I'll be fine. I got confidence in myself. But how do you respond when your teammates let you down? And I think that's something that Sam will try to focus on this week to try not try not to let his confidence waver if Antonio Gibson makes a mistake or if Logan Thomas drops a ball or or if uh, you know if Terry McLaurin drops it, drops a ball or something like that happens he's got to be able to bounce back and I want Curtis Samuel more involved my favorite play of the game all right just from a formation standpoint was two wide receivers on the outside Jahan Dotson and Terry McLaurin in the backfield it was not Antonio Gibson it was Curtis Samuel to the right 
Brian Robinson to the left with Sam Howell in the middle and shotgun. He grabbed it and handed it off to Curtis Samuel, and Brian Robinson Jr. was the lead blocker on that play, and the offense went forward for six yards. I want to see that look more often. I think you could play action off of that. I think you can throw it to Robinson in the flat off of that. I think you can keep handing it to, to Curtis Samuel and, and let him use his speed. When your offensive line isn't great right, at, at, at creating space and, and giving the, the holes to the running back, it's great to have a guy like Curtis Samuel who has so much speed that the hole doesn't matter. I mean, he just sprinted through the line for six yards. I think they need to hand it to him more tomorrow against the Denver Broncos. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 